Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. I pray that you're doing well and that God is blessing you and you're serving Him with all your heart, soul, and mind. I want to talk today about some things that, that we really need to understand. One is spiritual maturity. One is growth, is know who we are in Christ, know how we should be living, and know the direction we should be going. So would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the day. Thank you for the listeners. God, open our hearts to your word. May we listen. May we be obedient to what you have. I love you. I give you thanks for this great opportunity to share. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you know, one thing that we are learning over the last number of weeks is the idea of peace and the idea of joy. We need to live in peace. We've got a world that has been in chaos with all sorts of situational things going on. One thing after another, from the pandemic to riots to situational things that are caused by attitudes. And I can tell you this, God wants us to live in peace and joy. In fact, when I did this message at church, I showed a picture of water tranquility. We need tranquility. We need to live in the peace of God. You know, in fact, we find Paul in the last uh, several verses of his second book of Corinthians. He writes, Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Strive for full restoration. Encourage one another. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. People, we need the God of love. We need the God of peace in our lives. Because without that, we're going to have chaos forever. This is almost the new beginning. We see chaos going on all over. The enemy, Satan, is getting a hold of every little thing and turning it and twisting it and allowing people to go crazy over it. Does it sound like last time things? It certainly does. Crazy times are ahead. But the Apostle Paul, he addressed it. You know, he said, you know, we need full restoration. He said, encourage one another. Don't beat others down. Now, we all have different opinions. My opinion is not the same as your opinion. In fact, my daughter and I have different opinions on things because she's in another different generation than I, and, and sometimes we don't think exactly alike. But we try to encourage each other, and we try to tell people to be of one mind and to live in peace. And he said this. He said, and the God of love and peace will be with you. If you want the God of love and peace to be with you, Live in peace. Strive to be peaceful. You know, when people try to get you to go off the deep end and do things you shouldn't do, stand up. Make a decision. Fight through temptation. Folks, you're going to deal with all sorts of temptation in your life. We all deal with temptation. It's never going away. But what happens is how you deal with it. You know, you have choices. You have decisions to make. What choices, what decisions are you making? What are you standing up for? What are you fighting for? And are you fighting with the right attitude or the right spirit? Are you fighting because of anger? Are you directed because of something that you don't like? I'm telling you something. We better start putting our faith and trust in Jesus and looking to him for help. You know, when I shared this sermon, I showed a picture of a beautiful apple. I said, and I always talk about, 
uh, Adam and Eve and the apple, the beautiful apple, just beckoning us. Oh, please come, please come. Take a bite of me. Take a bite of this. You know, you'll love this. This is going to be awesome. And that's what the enemy does to us. That's what Satan does to us. He wants us to give in. He wants us to cause havoc. He wants us not to be about peace. He wants us to to uh, be on his side. And unfortunately, many Christians fall victim. They fall victim, and pretty soon they've got an anger problem. They got a bitterness problem. They got a rage problem. And we got incredible things happening all around us. See, the enemy doesn't stop. You, you think because you give your heart to Jesus and you start reading your Bible every day, well, suddenly you're not going to be tempted by the enemy anymore. You're not going to have issues anymore. You're not going to struggle anymore. No, the struggles are going to multiply. You know why? The closer you grow to Jesus, the more the enemy doesn't like it. The more Satan doesn't like it. He wants you to follow the way of the world. And let me tell you something. The Bible's very clear about the way of the world and about its enticement. That, you know, they, the, the apple is right in front of us. You know, I also showed a picture of the, in the same service of a carameled apple. And I've, I've used this illustration a lot in church. I said, you know, an apple entices us. But an apple doesn't entice me that much, a nice apple. But, man, you put a caramel apple out there, and you put some sugar on it, some cinnamon or some nuts. Man, I'm telling you, hey, I want that thing. I want it bad. And that's the lure of the world. The lure, the lure of the world is to paint a picture that is a false picture of what good is. And God has given you and I the freedom to choose good from evil to choose to make the best decisions possible. Now, I can't say in my life I've always made the best decisions, and I don't think you can either. I don't think anybody has because I think we've all made poor decisions in life. We've all done crazy things. We've all struggled in our lives. But God is there to give us peace and to bring about joy and goodness to us. I love Paul's words in Galatians. We're talking about Galatians 5 is all about freedom in Christ. It's having freedom in Christ. But listen to verse 13, and I'll read down a ways. It said, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free. But do not use your freedom to indulge in the flesh. Rather, serve one another in humility and in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, for you'll be destroyed by each other. Folks, do you hear that? There it is, right in front of us. This is exactly what's happening. This is what's happening in our world. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. We are letting the world dictate to us the direction we need to go instead of standing firm on the godly principles of the Word of God. Where is the Word of God? How many people even quote the Word of God? How many people in our city and state and national national forums say anything about God whatsoever? They don't. Because, you see, the idea is God isn't a part. And when God's not a part, it's going to fall apart. We're going to be devoured. We're going to be destroyed by each other. That's just a fact. Paul goes on to say, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Walk by the Spirit, and you won't give in to those things that are 
that are in front of you that the temptations are happening. Too many people are not giving into the Spirit, and not only that, not giving in the Spirit, they're ignoring the Spirit. They're spending no time in God's Word. They're spending no time in God's house. They're spending no time sp- talking to God. They're just trying to live it out. And they're not living it out for the glory of God because God isn't a part of that. He said, live by the Spirit so you will not live by the desires of the flesh. The desires of the flesh are strong. But with God, we can get through those desires. We can handle those desires that come our way, even how strong they are because we're staying close to God. Verse 17 says, for the flesh desire what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. You need to be led by the Holy Spirit of God. When you're led by God, He will start doing things in your life that are powerful, that are wonderful, and you can make it through those times. So what do we need to do? We need to start fresh. Some people need to start over again because they have gone the wrong direction and they have allowed the world to sway them and they get so caught up with it that they can't handle it anymore. Well, we need to start fresh, develop some new goals, goals that will help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ, goals of spending time with the Lord, goals of doing something positive for somebody. I think all of us are getting so tired of the negativity of the world. Everything is negative. I frankly, I can't stand watching the news anymore because it is a constant negativity. All you can do is pray for them. Start breathing some positive things, some positive goals in your life. You're going to go help a neighbor. You're going to go look for somebody in need. You're going to pray for some people. You're going to have an influence on lives. Do something, but develop new goals so you can look ahead and so you won't fall victim of the enemy dangling those caramel apples in front of you. You know, crave spiritual milk. Have a desire, which is good. You know, and, and if you do, you'll see things happen. Second uh, Peter 2, 2 and 3 says this, Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fag- fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long before hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping trying to get into the heart and minds of people. That's exactly what the enemy is trying to do. We must fight the enemy. We must fight the battle that God has before us. We must lay things out and set new goals, new ideas, things that will help us through these troubled times. Don't let the world get to you. Don't let the world get to you. You know, we need to have positive change in our life. We need to have joy in our lives. You know, in fact, Hebrews chapter 6, 1 says, Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that led to death and the faith in God, but instruction about cleansing rites, laying of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And God permitting, we will do so, that we will move ahead, that we will make good decisions. We'll lay a foundation in Jesus Christ. Choose to rejoice. Rejoice. In fact, Philippians 4.4, 4, Paul said, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. 
Folks, life is a choice. Let's make great choices. Let's you and I help change this world for Jesus. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.